Welcome, welcome, welcome to Cherry on Top, the podcast that talks about the problems and solutions of life's minor inconveniences. Yes, yes. My name is Han. I'm accompanied by my buddy Al. Yeah, hi everybody. And you all know what time it is, right? Mm-hmm. All right. It is time, time to, to bitch. You have got to be kidding. Well, it's it's episode sixteen. Yeah, we're, episode sixteen. It's very exciting. We're we're coming so a long exciting. way. I know we really are. Um, right before this, right before we started recording, when we were just doing our testing, I literally said as a test, "It's episode sixteen. I can't believe it's episode 16. Yeah, I really can't though. It's true. Do you statement. have some weird sentimental connection <laughs> to this number? It's funny you asked me that because I was listening to episode fifteen this morning on my way here, but. Um, I, I'm studying a lot of math right now, and so, like, numbers are just in my head, especially. 16's uh, a pretty good number. And I like the number 16. That was actually my mom's birthday, October 16th, so that's a good number. And, you know, 4 times 4 is 16. Like, yeah. Get out of here, bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's divisible by a lot of things. It 12 is. is the perfect number. 12 is a great number. That was my number. Divisible by 6 by 2, by 3, by 4. Yeah. That was my number, um, basketball. Basketball mm. in elementary school. Wow. Yeah. Young money. All right. Well, I think <laughs> that we should tell everybody about our camping trip. We just had, we had yeah, a fantastic time. Gonna... It was great. We have but, an update. Yeah, yeah, we have an update because this was like a... A minor inconvenience. <laughs> um, yeah, maybe a major, major. <laughs> This might be like, okay, anyway, anyway. So, as we mentioned in episode 15, we, we were going camping the day we recorded, um, and so we were feeling like, just like on a high. Yeah, you know? we were on camping a high for high. sure. And so, we go out and um, backcountry camp for a few days, and on one of our last nights, we um, are accompanied by um, a new camp neighbor a, a camp neighbor that happened to move into the new site across the creek where we were camping we had other neighbors they were not so um friendly mm-hmm. i'll say but um this individual um swam through the creek to come hang out with us swam through a whole <laughs> ass creek yeah we were like not at the site we were like collecting sticks and shit you know for fire and yeah whatever. we were getting our things yeah ready. we were getting our things ready and because we had like collected all the sticks around our campsite by that point but um if we come back to the campsite and he's coming up through our walkway and we're like what the f- like what's going on straight up and he has this bottle of evan williams and these this little tube and we don't know what's in the tube and we're like what's it's going a on concerning. yeah but like he's just standing yeah and he's like our trail and we're like i have uh, peace offerings and we were like oh okay and he and it, it took us a while to realize like what was going on so like we were already thrown off a little and bit and he like threw in a joke and i can't remember what the joke was but we clearly did not get it yeah um and that threw us off too and i mean just coming back to your <laughs> campsite to some stranger to standing some stranger, there yes yeah, it was a like, lot he had a big old smile on his face too it kind of creeped me out yeah um, he was it hitting on me and Al. It was just, it was just, it was a lot. Dalton, our gay friend, said he was trying to, like, play, like, straight to, like, for both of us to see, like, if he would, would, like, notice anything. I'm like, wow, Dalton, thank you. It's so kind. But you were? Like, like, I didn't catch that. (laughs) But, but, Um. as, as we, you know, caught on, yeah. This guy, we we were being friendly, and yeah. so he came down, and we were just getting to know him, just, you know, no talking, chat. talking where they came from, and everything like that, and long story short, he's hanging out for what seems like two hours, but is probably about a half an hour, mm-hmm. and as Han mentioned, he had this bottle of Evan Williams in his hand, and homeboy was just packing it away Mm -hmm. i mean packing that motherfucker away throwing it back like every few minutes yeah and i mean not like a baby shot like no and within like 20 minutes this dude is drunk as fuck at our campsite like wobbling like it was to a point where i was worried he was gonna throw up 
Yes, and oh my gosh, you should have seen us, y'all. It oh was my like God. it was Dalton, me, and Hanny all in our little camping seats in a row, just like staring at this guy, like talk nonsense, getting drunk. Yeah, not second. making any sense at all. It's kind of the point where he's like making up words, and we're like, uh, <laughs> um, someone at one huh. point. At one point, Dalton was like. Okay. <laughs> like, we didn't know what to say because he wasn't yeah. making any sense. So he then is like, oh, okay, so they were supposed to camp with, like, six people, and there was only two of them there. Like, the rest of them had dropped four out. Four red so, flags. Yeah, four. <laughs> right. We were ignoring all the red flags before this point. And he was saying that they were cooking sausages, and he didn't really say anything <laughs> except for sausages. And we were like, and we, all, we all sat there in silence, and we were like... For a few seconds. No way. And we were like, huh. And finally someone was like, well, we have enough food over here. Which we did. We were trying to get rid of our food. Yeah, we, we said we had to snag all day to get rid of our food. Yeah. Um, so, and, <laughs> and then Al was like, well, yeah. Al was like, well, don't forget your stuff. <laughs> Dude, I felt I had to get us out of there. Yeah, I had to deal I'll with the situation. For us in a really big I way. felt like the mom of the situation. Yeah. I was in between the two of you, and I knew that Dalton was super <laughs> uncomfortable, and I knew that you were being quiet because you were like, I, I, I didn't I know, know what, what to do. <laughs> like, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to say. Like, I was like, it's time to swim back over. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's and then, done. Oh my god. And then he swam back over to the creek and went back over to his campsite and then he fell asleep with his feet in the, the creek. You guys we, we got have a picture. picture. <laughs> oh my god. So funny. Literally just chilling like on the bank of the creek. Yeah. And his feet are just, just like in the water chilling. for a good two and a half, three yeah. hours. Yeah. His friend just like was fishing. It's like fuck it. Like he's good. <laughs> Pruny ass motherfucker now. Oh my god. Gosh, his name was Willie. I'm gonna yeah, call him Willie. Willie from the Gorge because Willie oh from my the god. Gorge. That's basically he was a minor inconvenience, yeah. but a good story. That's why we had story. to share. That's why we had to share. We we could not stop talking about Willie. We are still talking about Willie, obviously. Yeah, we those we, days ago we still are because yeah. he he impacts us that much. Yeah. Well, Al, I'd say let's get right into the topic. I think it's time. From, I from think that. it's time. Willie would want us to move on. He willy would. He willy would. I kept making puns too. Anyway, anyway, it's time. All right, uh, throw us some topics, Sam. Okay, so topic number one: when the hot water runs out, okay, or it just like is out, I guess in general too. Yep. Um, topic number two: autocorrect. Mm-hmm. And topic number three: not being able to open a jar. Specific, but very irritating. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of jars out there too. Hell yeah, there yes, are. They're all. Let's jump right back to topic number one, when the hot water runs out. Why does it suck out? Um, well, first of all, it's a complete shock to yeah. you. Especially if you're in the shower and it's really, really warm. And so, I mean, I think we've all been there where just like it suddenly goes cold as hell. Like Yes. And for me, at least most of the time when that happens, it's because... I've been in there longer than I need to be, and, like, you know, yes, hot water runs out. Like, that's why we're bitching about it right mm-hmm. now. But that initial, like, switch from... Because I like my showers, like, hot. Like, I like to me, scold myself. Me as well. It, it's crazy. Benjamin's like, this is a little ridiculous. I'm I, like, is yeah. it, though? Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, no, get out of here. Like, this is, like, the norm. But um, I swear, I mean... Going from that hot to, like, the ice cold, it's a lot. It's painful. Sometimes it's, you feel like you're, there's needles in you. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, if you're scolding your skin like we yeah. are. It's like going from a hot tub into a pool. That's a nice feeling sometimes, Oh, though. man, when it's, like, when you really, get really hot, hot outside. Oh, hell to the yeah, it I is. I love a good hot tub. I don't love a good pool. Jeez. Oh. <laughs> what? is that <laughs> some of my banana but it was very concerning for a second yeah that was concerning I'm so sorry i'm so sorry but... <laughs> <laughs> kind of along these lines as we were talking about the shower goes from really relaxing to really not relaxing oh no you're like having a great time you're probably thinking about some something, something. is on your mind you're listening to podcasts you're singing a song maybe music yeah. right yeah. or maybe just like in your own thoughts mm-hmm. but then once the water the water temp changes it's like okay all right 
this is not fun anymore. This is not enjoyable anymore. And I know a lot of people, including myself, enjoy a shower, like, when you're just stressed or, like, even, like, after, like, those three days of camping, for Mm -hmm. example. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I washed myself and I still smell gross. I could still smell myself in the shower. I was like, okay, I'm going to wash myself again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this hair got two washes, bitch. Yeah, for sure. But anyways, let's move on. God, imagine a cold shower. Ugh. That would be horrible. Gosh, we're so lucky. We Ugh. are lucky. Which brings us to the next point. No one wants to be cold. Not especially. No, no one I, wants to be wet and cold. Yeah. <laughs> no, that has pneumonia written all over it, bitch. Yeah, no, that is. I hate that shit. Mm-hmm, I, I really, agree. really hate that. Unless like I'm like outside in the summer where I can get dry and warm. Mm-hmm. It's it's probably a no for me. It's a, it's a hard pass for me. I would hard agree. Hard pass. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. And then at that point, so you know, like we were saying, you're you're enjoying your thoughts. You're listening to a nice podcast. From that point on, once it gets cold, that's all you can think about is it being fucking mm-hmm. freezing cold. Yeah. So things like this, a minor inconvenience, if you will, when they happen, like the many we've discussed. It's really, really, really difficult to not fixate on that in that moment, no matter what you're doing. Uh Because half the time, even though it's minor and it's not, you know, it's not ground fucking breaking. But it's consuming your whatever's going on right there. Energy. It's it's inflicting something Mm -hmm. else that you're doing Mm -hmm. in some way, shape, or form. Sometimes it, like, in put you down in the dumps too especially yeah. if you're someone who's not good at like springing back you know absolutely and it's it's yeah it sucks so it's just one of those things man it's one of those freaking things mm-hmm. but you know we got to get it out we got to get it out yeah and then so you're in the shower and you have to rush everything that you're doing in there i gotta rush the hair i gotta rush the conditioner i gotta rush the maybe maybe gotta skip out on shaving like you know dude i hate when that happens when i get in there and like i don't estimate my time well enough Mm -hmm. and like i have you know like shaving my legs you know like if that's what i'm doing i know my shower needs to be a little bit longer because i'm not trying to cut myself Mm -hmm. i'm gonna take my time but sometimes I underestimate and it's, you have to rush through some of those things or like yeah. not do them, which sucks. Ugh. It's, ugh. Yeah. It's a good thing we don't wash our hair every day. I know. Thank God. Ugh. I couldn't. I used to like when I didn't know that that wasn't like. Yeah. And when I was a kid. Unhealthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you're washing your hair every day, don't do don't it. Don't do that. I wash my hair like maybe twice a week. And if you say that your hair will be greasy if you don't. You have to train your hair. Yes, it will for a moment, but it, it yeah. can be trained. Like mm-hmm. the reason that your hair is so greasy. Is because you're washing all the natural oils out of it. So your hair is overproducing those oils. Boom. Shakalaka right there. Play it back. Mm-hmm. Play it back. Whatever. Minutes this is because that's that's the tea that's the tea and it's Mm -hmm. piping so yes there's your hair care routine as well what's what's your shower routine I'm so excited Mm -hmm. for this okay so like what I do first and then what I end with sure okay so are we are we assuming I need to ask before are we assuming that I am or am not washing my hair let's do a hair washing day okay so like last night for example I washed my hair so I got in the shower and I got my hair wet. Um, I have makeup on, so if I have makeup on, I normally get my face wash and wash that off first, so I'm, like, with a clean start. Mm-hmm. Um, I put some shampoo in, let it sit in, rinse it out. Um, I put my conditioner in, and I let that sit for about, like, five, ten minutes. Mm-hmm. And then I take that opportunity to wash my body and shave if I need to. And then I rinse my conditioner out. And, um, I might give my face another wash, um, in case like any of the conditioner, you know, like got Mm -hmm. on my face and, you know, we don't want any of that. Um, and sometimes I brush my teeth in the shower, um, like in the mornings. Um, uh, this morning I did not cause I showered last night, but, um, sometimes I do that too, but that's it. That's pretty much mine as well. I always wash my face first, though. That's the first thing I always do when I get in the shower. Yeah. And, like, when I have makeup on, like, I don't want... If I just leave that on while I'm, like, Mm -hmm. doing everything else, like, the mascara is going to get in my eye, and it's just not... It's not fun. I want to start with a clean canvas. A clean... mm, I like that. Yeah. I try and make it, like, quick, concise, because I'm not trying to be that bitch that uses a fuck ton of water, but, like, I do love a shower. Yeah. For sure. What can I say? Do you know something that I don't understand? I would love to know something you don't understand because maybe I don't understand it. It is 2021. Why is this still an issue? 
That's a valid point. Don't you think we would be able to have, like, cost-efficient, energy-efficient hot water heaters that just, like, work? That would make sense. And it's, it's more valid now that I really, like, sit and think about it because, I mean, I feel like that that would not be very difficult to make happen, which, I, I mean, it, I'm like, but it doesn't go to say that places don't already have those, yeah. you know, yeah. you know, energy efficient, um, hot water heaters that probably should. don't I want a up hotel with. quality hot water heater. Do you guys have a lot of issues here? Um, well, we'll yeah. get there. We'll get there. Uh, okay. Okay. All right. All right. We got one more thing before we get there. Um, another good point we made is that you just don't really feel like you get as clean mm. in a cold shower. No, I mean, because technically you don't. <laughs> Hot water does kill germs yeah. and shit. So. Yeah. Yeah. I would not have felt as clean after camping if I took a cold Mm-mm. shower. Get the fuck out of here. Hell to the nah. I'm so blessed. But. Yeah. But one thing that, like, I do like the idea of a cold shower, I've seen a lot of people, um, you know, a lot of people talk about it, and then there's a lot of science behind a cold shower, um, and, like, you know, cold baths and things like that. Um, it really energizes you. I know that, um, I think there's, like, um, someone said something about it helping, like, with depression and anxiety and, like, kind of training your body, like, after you take your regular shower to, like, gradually turn it colder Mm -hmm. every time you take a shower. I think it's good for your hair, too. Yes. Um, when I blow dry my hair, I end by blow drying it with the cool, cool setting. So, so yeah, it's, you know, another plus side, but we definitely don't want that shit happening all the time. That's, like, something that you choose to do, Mm -hmm. not that you pay for. Right. (laughs) Right. Right. Exactly. Let's be... Well... It's time. It's time. It's time. time. It's time. It's time. Tell me about it. Tell me about this lovely shower of yours. So, uh, we've had issues with this shower. We've just had issues with it. And there was a point where, like, it wasn't really getting very hot it would get warm but not hot and they came and you know quote unquote fixed it oh i love when they quote unquote fix i know um but (laughs) the dude said that he just like basically went into a vacant unit and like took whatever he thought was broken on it from the vacant unit and put it on our hours so like it wasn't yeah uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, so, like, whatever. So, that, for about six months, it was, quote-unquote, fixed. And um, then it got really bad. It was, my showers were no longer enjoyable. Like, uh, you, I was complaining the entire time I was in the shower. It was, the only way it would get warm, warm, was when you flushed the toilet. So, like, <laughs> I was flushing the toilet. No way. Really? Yeah. For, like, a good amount of the shower. Like, yeah, washing my hair in the shower was miserable. Dude, what mm-hmm. the fuck? That's tragic. I know. I'm so sorry. So, when I would go to hotels, I would just take, like, long-ass motherfucking just showers. Just yeah. yeah. That time we went to French Lake, we were, like, living the boozy mm-hmm. life. That shower was nice. Do you remember it? Yeah. It's like, yeah, big, that bathroom was nice was in general. Huge. Yeah. You could do a cartwheel in that yeah. shower. But they came and they actually fixed it. So, they, like, you know, took it apart or I don't fucking know what they did. And he was like, well, the dial's turned all the way down. No wonders it's not getting warm. Yeah. Right. Makes sense. So. All right. Well, at least it was a simple fix. <laughs> yeah. Jeez Louise. Yeah. So it's just gracious. annoying, especially annoying. It's because, like, that didn't have to be an issue. It wasn't a thing <laughs> until it was a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that how life works, though? Mm-hmm. That yeah, is how life is. works. Well, okay, my my PE personal experience kind of relates to yours. So um, when I went to college, um, I lived in the dorms freshman year, and then I joined um, Greek Life, and I lived in one of the houses. And so both places, um, the showers, like, you got to know each shower. Like, you got to That's characterize so each shower. And so, like... When I would go, uh, which, uh, my freshman year, we lived across the, the hall from the shower, so, like, I would go, and I, you know, you pick a shower you like, and, right. and like, I had my shower, and um, it got the hot water that I needed, but then when I moved into one of one of the houses, when I joined Greek Life, um, I had to kind of reconfigure, I had to figure out what worked for me, and, like, I knew the showers that were shitty and the ones that weren't, and, like, the girls would wait to shower in specific ones because of that issue. Wow. Yeah, and we had, like... We had probably 
14 plus showers in that house? I'd say. 10 to 14, maybe. That's a lot. How many girls lived in the house? Um, 36, I think. Holy schmoly, that's yeah. a lot. It was fun, though. It was, a, it was a good experience. It was a very small school, so it wasn't like ginormous group yeah. life, but it was a lot of fun. Okay. Well. Yeah. Them showers, though, they were big, too, but you just had to pick the one with the hot water. Scold me, bitch. Scold me. Ugh. Literally. I want to come out like looking like a lobster. Oh, oh my gosh. Really? I want to make like, steam I'm room. tan. <laughs> yeah, I'm tan. I want, it, I want the, it to be a steam room when I walk out of the shower. I got some self-tanner. Ooh. Like some lotion, some jergens. It's it's kind of doing a little She's bit. She's going to Miami trip. I'm going so. to Miami. We're going to Miami. Hey. <laughs> Anywho, it's time for my fave. Fun facts. Fun friggin' facts. Fun friggin' facts. With a PH, remember? Oh, I thought Our Solutions was your favorite. Can I not have more than one favorite? Okay, well, okay. Yeah. LOL. That's <laughs> probably not what the word is really, like, defined to me. Um, I'm, I'm a unique individual. But it is it is time. So I found a lovely, lovely article from stewarthome.com. It is titled Weird Warm Water Facts. Mm. And I think this could be applicable to, like, hot water, too. Like, I don't think it's just, you know, warm water. So did you know that the warm water faucet is on the left side of the sink? Because the right side was taken by cold before warm water was available, since most people were right-handed. Weird, huh? Interesting. Isn't that cool? Hmm. I know. That is very cool. Yeah. I find myself always turning on the hot water. Oh, yeah. Me too. I never turn on the cold water until, like, my hand, like, is literally getting third-degree burns, and I'm like, oh. Which, I don't think it's weird that they're on the sides that they are. No. You know, I, I wouldn't associate like hot water with my right hand or Mm -hmm. or cold water, you know, I, but that's just me. Yeah. I don't either. I'm fine with whatever. Yeah. Same. I agree. What about you? What'd you find? Okay. So this comes from, um, greenplanetplumbing.com.au. Why does my hot water run out so quickly? So, um, I've listed all the different reasons that they said, and then there was a few that I was like, Hmm. So here we go. Old water heater, small water heater that makes sense sediment buildup mm. okay i was like what the hell is this i mean you know you can kind of figure it out sediment but <clears throat> the most common problem with water heaters is sediment buildup unknown to most when your hot water fills with water the water contains minerals these minerals settle in your water tank and accumulate until you have a little space in your water heater so you have to check in every now and then dirt can also find its way into the tank yeah, okay. I so, guess that makes sense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The other thing is old or broken thermostats. Um, so they say to you need to check it. So this is how they say to check it. Raise the temperature to high, then set it low to see if the thermostat changes before contacting your plumber and the if um, the problem still occurs. So, you know, that's just one way to prevent it. Or not prevent it, but take the steps before. Yeah, it gets too bad. Before you have to call a plumber. Because if you have to call a plumber, kind of like this situation. We had to call, you know, the, the maintenance dude had to come yeah. in for no reason. Yeah. You know, basically. Um, piping issues or incorrect systems as well. Damn, so a lot of different reasons mm-hmm. as to why this could be fucking up. Mm-hmm. Which mm-hmm. is, I mean, I guess a good thing in a sense, because, you know, one might be less less dramatic than the other, but, right. I mean, definitely something you gotta diagnose. Diving. Oh, okay. I don't know why that made me think of that, but whatever. Alright, that's fine, but you Not know sure. what? It's time for my other favorite thing. What? Our solutions. Okay, okay. And our solutions. Yeah. So solution number one, you could heat the water yourself. I love that you put this. Like, <laughs> what what method would you use to do this? So, actually, I have two little stories. <laughs> oh, good, folks. Sit on in and listen up. So there was one day in our old apartment, I really wanted to take a bath. I really, really did. And the water just would not get hot enough. And so I was, like, boiling water <laughs> on the stove and like poured it in and I only bathed in like four inches of water but it was it was not what I was looking for (laughs) it was not what I was looking for but what one thing that made me think of this really more than anything is when we were in Kenya when we would take a shower the like workers would boil the water for us and then like put it in the shower contraption 
the water felt so good. It was always just like the perfect temperature. Oh mm-hmm. my goodness, dude. Good stories. Good yeah. stories. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's funny. Um, so another thing you could do, which is eco-friendly, is to just take a shorter shower, yes. uh, which I think we all need to think about doing. Hannah, I'm looking directly at you <laughs> as you move your eyes around the room. Um, I mean, uh, 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 it works me up because water usage in this country and in our world is just it's crazy and even little things like turning it off while you brush your teeth and while you know you could even go to the extreme of turning off your shower while you like soap up um i know there's people out there that do that and i should probably i know i wish i could i I wish i could be that strong i know but um i mean this is something you could actually do um and you know be a little selfless Mm -hmm. in in the making just take a shorter shower you're gonna have hotter water because you're not using as much word 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 wiggity word wiggity word bitch so you could also find a better place to live yeah Yeah. just move better pipes baby baby. go get you some better pipes a better system Mm -hmm. a better shower Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, you could also accept cold showers and thrive in the hipsterness of it all. All right. I feel like that would be your boyfriend. It brings up, right. Like, I could see him, like, adopting that for, like, a week or two and being like, all right, so I'm not doing oh that Oh, my again. God. That's so funny. I can totally <laughs> see that, too. Be like, the cold is not for me. I'll be like, yeah, me either. Yeah. Me either. That's why I didn't jump on that train. But mm-hmm. A for effort, babe. Yeah. Love you. Good attempt. Good attempt. Um, you could also just maybe try not to make a steam room out of your bathroom. Yeah. Because sometimes I feel like I try to do it. Do you? <laughs> no. Do you no, try? not really. I always but... turn the fan on, which, like, prevents that from happening because personally, I don't like coming out of the shower and feeling, like, all the steam around me. It's almost like a little suffocating in a way. Yeah, I can see um, that. We have, like, no ventilation in our bathroom, so. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I keep the fan on because I'm like... We you just even need a little... keep the fan on and it doesn't help. Damn. Yeah. D-A-M-N. I know. God, I'm going Well, let's get them some solid solutions because, I mean, ours were pretty good, but yeah. you know how we feel. Yeah, yeah. You know how we feel. So, I found a lovely article from warnerservice.com, Why Your Hot Water Doesn't Last Long Enough. One of the easiest ways to make a hot shower last longer is by using less hot water while it's at a higher temperature. Mm. To do this, turn up the temperature on the thermostat that's attached to the hot water heater tank, not the thermostat on the wall, mm-hmm. and use a low flow shower head. Mm. So this is something you could do that would be a long-term uh-huh. solution um, benefit for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Very I like that. Yeah, for sure. What do you got for me? So I found this website it's called homeclimates.com. Um they have this a cool little poster and it's eight solutions to prevent running out of hot water. So the first thing they say is use less water. Um so run your dishwasher only when it's full, okay? Benjamin seems to think that we should run it when there's hardly any dishes in it, but I am a bitch who likes to fill that shit up. Me too. Me too. Jake's like that too, which makes it nice, but... Mm -hmm, That's good. Um, Do larger, less frequent loads of laundry. Install a low-flow aerator. Oh, aerator. Is that what that is? A-E-R-A-T-O-R. I think so. Aider? Whatever. You got it. Whatever. Okay. Number two is take shorter showers. Um, So this is what they say. The average shower, cutting your shower down to five minutes, down, yeah, to five minutes could save you 52.5 gallons of hot water per week. Isn't that insane? Oh, shit. Okay. All right. I could wash. I could do like a body wash in five minutes easily. Hair washing. No. Hell no. I feel like, I feel like sometimes when I'm, the times I don't wash my hair, which is not often because I only wash it maybe once, twice a week. I could definitely do that. Mm -hmm. Unless I'm shaving. Yes. It's the only exception. Yeah. Another thing that they say is um, schedule your family showers. So you could like stagger shower times to conserve hot water. So I think that's pretty. Yeah. You know, that's an idea if you're a family. Um, use eco mode on appliances, wash clo- clothes in cold water, um, upgrade to a more efficient unit. 
So the hot water heaters eventually become less efficient over time, mm-hmm. which that makes sense. Yep. So, um, and you could upgrade to a larger unit or you could contact the plumber. So those are, those are some of the things that they had, but oh, yeah. the little poster has a, a other fun little things on there. If you want to go check it out, oh, it'll be in our show cool. notes. Very cool. I love a little poster, a little infograph, mm-hmm. if you will. All right, top whoa, topic number two. Can't believe it's already time for topic number two. I know, coming in hot mm-hmm. with autocorrect. Oh Lord, we like it, we hate it, we don't, we know, don't know entirely how we feel. But such a love hate relationship for sure. We're gonna talk about it. So, um, man, why does autocorrect suck a little bit? <laughs> it messes up your flow, like hardcore messes up your flow for sure. Especially if you are in like. A moment where you are responding to somebody it's a long fucking text message Mm -hmm. and you are just like in the heat of the moment and like instead of like fuck it's like you son of a ducking you know which hopefully you're not talking to people like that but I think you get my drift Mm -hmm. I think you get my drift. I talk to people like that over text. Yeah it fucks up your flow. Yeah. Tina. Ten. (laughs) Oh man it is it, it yeah it really just kills the vibe. Um, but the, th- the thing is you have to have it on. Otherwise it creates so much more work. You have to like capitalize letters. You have to add abbreviation. Like it's your, you know, or whatever those, you know, it's just, yeah, yeah. You have to like actually spell mm-hmm. <laughs> and use grammar and punctuation and yeah. Um, which it's I mean, just the teacher in me you. is like, yeah. But, I mean, if I'm just trying to get a message across and, you know, I know all of those things already, mm-hmm. let's keep that shit on. Yeah, I, just, I agree. Just don't want to fuck up. Mm-hmm. But like you mentioned, or like I mentioned and you mentioned here, I want to say fuck. I want to say fuck. I do. Not duck. I don't give a fuck about the duck. I want to say fuck. They need to change. What they need to do is, is make it reverse. Mm-hmm. You're so right. Fuck should be added automatically. Duck should be one of those optional, mm-hmm. an optional word to add in. I Did you mean duck? You. No, I meant, I meant fuck. fuck. What the fuck? Why would I say what the duck? Why would I say right. that? That doesn't make sense. WTD. What the duck? You know what? I'm going to start saying that. What the duck? But it doesn't make sense. So why would they Why would they do this to us? I don't know. They're driving me crazy. Is the F and D close to each other? Or they're right next to each other? That's why. Come on. Well, fuck that. F- fuck the duck. Fuck the duck. Duck the fuck. Duck the fuck. Oh, gosh. Goodness. Me. Oh, my. It's just another piece of, re- of technology we're too reliant on, honestly. It, it is. And that's what... That's what creates all these minor inconveniences with technology is just like because we it, we rely so, so heavily on it. on it. You're right, and it's scary to think where we are right now and where we're going. Oh God, it's very scary. It's scary seeing these kids. <sighs> we'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there. But yeah, it really is. And after so many attempts, <laughs> I get I get a little irate. I get mm. a little irritable. Oh. Lord. Oh my God. That reminds me on, okay. So on our camping trip, um, me and Dalton figured it out. Like Al is always cool as a cucumber. You all like, she <laughs> has, it's so level headed in stressful situations. And like, like she's, she's just cool. And she's a cool cucumber. However, we have noticed that it's the littlest things <laughs> that make her as we say, irate. irate. That was like yeah. literally Dalton was like, the smallest things we use so irate. Like someone sneezing too loud or someone <laughs> coughing too loud or like just like those shit like no one can help. It's like, oh, like we're, we're sorry. Like <laughs> I, I'm never mad at you guys. It just like it's it's you know what it is? It's the stuff that startles me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the things that startle yeah. me that I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> You're like, fuck like Dalton. I know. Like, <laughs> Really? We're like, whoa. <laughs> I know, you're like, whoa, bro, my bad. Like, when Jake sneezes, like I mentioned, like, he he shakes the house. And so, like, it startles the hell of me. I'm like, oh, my gosh. And, like, this morning, funny enough, he sneezed. And he, like, right before he did it, he turned, like, far away from me. And I was like, yeah, that's boy. fucking right. Yeah, that's <laughs> fucking right. Yeah, I just, the startle stuff gets me, that's for sure. That's funny. But you're right. You read me well. <laughs> you read me very well. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, one thing I wanted to bring up that we kind of mentioned already, teaching with autocorrect, um, 
it has its pros and mm-hmm. it has its cons. I think you'd probably agree. Yeah. The pros are that I don't have to decipher what the fuck a kid is spelling. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the cons are that these kids aren't learning the way Jack that shit. I learned, which is not necessarily always the right way. No. But if they have a computer doing it for them, mm-hmm. how much are they really taking it yeah. themselves? Yeah. So that's what I've got. And it, and it shows especially when they have to write things, too. Oh, yeah. And it's just, yeah. I mean. Ob- I mean, obviously, that's what it's going to show. But Yeah. And even just, I mean, emails, things. Th- even assignments where, like, I really heavily go over the importance of this stuff, it just doesn't click sometimes. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. Pros and cons, for sure. For sure. But what you going to do? What you going to do with all that junk? All that junk inside your trunk. I'm going to get, 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 get you drunk. Get you left drunk off my humps. My humps, my humps. My humps, my humps, my humps. Nice. Thanks. I didn't know it as well as you did. Um, so, here is some of my... PEs? PEs. I guess you go first. Okay, so, um, as soon as I was, like, you know, racking my brain, brainstorming, if you will... Oh my god, I forgot about this, yes. About... Forgot about what? (laughs) Do you know about this personal are you, experience? Are you talking about our podcast name? No, but I, I will touch on that. Okay. I will touch on that, okay? <laughs> you had, like, a little connecting thought. But I, I thought of this word immediately. Um, I have so much trouble still to this day. I'm a good speller. Mm-hmm. She's very good at spelling. I cannot, for the life of me, ever remember how to spell inconvenience. Yeah, inconvenience is such a hard word It is such spell. a fucking hard word to spell. There's so many I's and If e's. you ask me to spell it for you... Okay, I'm going to try to spell it. Okay, okay, I'm looking. Maybe you should try to spell it, because you're going to get it right. I'm going to get it wrong. I'm looking at it okay. already, so I'm definitely okay. going to get it right. <laughs> I-N-C-O-N-I-N-C-E. Damn it! I'm sorry. No. <laughs> no. All right, the correct spelling. Do you, oh, I forgot I, the E-N in there. I know. Aww. Should I do like an ASMR spelling of the word inconvenience? Sure. Okay, I'm going to get closer to the mic. Is that okay? Go for it. Are you ready, you guys? Okay. Inconvenience. I-N-C-O-N-V-E-N-I-E-N-C-E. Inconvenience. Oh, wow. They should hire you to just, like, say and spell words. Honestly, please. I would love to do that. That would would be a great thrill. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, I can't do that on my own. I was staring at my laptop the whole time. Yeah. But that's, it's a word I struggle with every time. And, I mean, honestly, autocorrect is on for that fucking word. Mm -hmm. It's reserved for inconvenience. Mm -hmm. It really is. And as you mentioned briefly, we had a hard time spelling minor inconveniences when we were starting Starting, up our podcast. We were trying to figure out a name and, like, we wanted to have inconveniences in in the name of our show for a little while. And then the more we thought about it, we were like... No one's going to be able to find it. No, because, like, I know I'm not fucking alone. Please reach out. Email, Instagram, know. Twitter. Let me know if you can't spell inconvenience either because I want to feel not alone because yeah. like, I know. A gun to my head probably would die. Oh, God, I got to learn how to spell it. <laughs> if I'm ever in a tough situation. Anyway, what about you? Do you have any um, any experiences, thoughts about autocorrect? Um, I feel bad for people who are friends with me because I feel like they have to spell my name in autocorrect because I know my name is not easy in autocorrect. You're to the dick. It comes up as Hannah a lot, I assume. Yeah. Yeah, but whatever. A lot of people's phones get used to it. Um, the other thing is I, and I'm sure you guys have picked up on this, I'm not the best with English or words. I could do math equations all day long. I really could. But you're the opposite. Yeah. When it comes to like literacy, I just like am illiterate. So uh, <laughs> when it comes to literacy, I'm just like illiterate. <laughs> write it down. Somebody write it down. Oh my god, that's funny. So um point being I just rely so heavily on autocorrect, so it's It helps out. It helps out, dude, and I I feel it. And you know what? It's a resource that helps out a lot of us out there, so fuck it. Yeah. Fuck it, right? Um, it's time. For some fun facts. 
fun freaking facts. Okay, well, um, it was hard to find fun facts on this, honestly, other than, like, really boring information that I could not read that I figured you would be able to read and then summarize for everybody. Oh, okay. Is that what you did, basically? Um, I'm assuming you researched, like, the history of autocorrect, which I it looks like you have. I did. I researched I the history of autocorrect. I, like, started to research it, and I was literally like, you know what? I'm going to let Al do this one. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny because I did. I was like, what's the history of autocorrect? I know. I started it's to read really all of it. It's really fascinating. And I was like, God, I do not want to read all this to figure out what I should add in there. So I was like, I'll I let Al you, do boo. it. I so, got you, So, point being, I got something from BuzzFeed. <laughs> hey, I fucking love BuzzFeed, so, like, give it to me straight. <laughs> okay, so the 30 most hilarious autocorrect struggles ever. So, basically, I'm going to read some of these autocorrect struggles because they're really funny. Okay, I'm excited. Okay. Number one. Number one. Yo, I'm so horny, I'd eat a dong right now. <gasps> horny. Hungry for dong. Dong, not dong. Dog. Fridge auto cucumber. Fridge <laughs> auto cucumber. <laughs> I give up. Dude. <laughs> what the That's fuck fun. happened there? I'll only read I'll read like All right, two number more. S- uh, okay. I'll just read a few more. Cool. Okay, so this one is from dad to son i guess or maybe daughter i don't know i heard mom got stung by a few bees this morning is she okay hospital from dad reply she is okay now no hospital she had to take the deep penis dad uh what (sighs) reply i had to inject her with an epic penis oh for christ's sakes EpiPen. <laughs> Way to turn a day upside down. That's so funny. Okay. What was that? Okay. I'll read this one. Okay. I don't know who this is to or from, but whatever. Dude, I was just drinking a... a oh, hold on. Dude, I was just drinking a cock and jizz exploded all over my face. Oh, damn it. I meant Coke and fizz. Screw this auto cucumber. <laughs> auto cucumber. God, donut. <laughs> Fuck. I give up. As I was reading through these, like, more than half of them ended with, I give up. That's <laughs> so funny. Dude, I definitely am that person that sends, like, four texts after to be like, this is what I meant. <laughs> yeah. Like, I can't leave it open into interpretation. I'm like, even if I misspell a word, I'm like, I have to fix it. Yeah. But that's so funny. Wow. LOL. BuzzFeed is always coming I in know. clutch. BuzzFeed is funny. Well, I love BuzzFeed. it's time to take it back. Okay. Let's see where all this started, okay? Yes, please tell. So, I got a lovely article from www.wire.com. Mm. Um, it is the fascinating, fascinating history of autocorrect. Two fascinatings. That's how fascinating it wow. is. Wow. Yeah. So, um, I'm going to try to pronounce the last name mm-hmm. of the person who created autocorrect. I also saw his last name and I was like, I'm not going to read that. Yeah. <laughs> I tried to practice it a little bit, but Ugh, his, his so first good. name is Dean and his last name is Haka Movich. So Dean Hakamovich. I think that's correct. Al. All right. Thank you. I tried. Um, Dean Hakamovich, he's the creator of Autocorrect. And this article gives you a ton of details. Of, yeah. You will have it in the show notes, of course, but I'm just going to share a little snippet to give you the background that is so fascinating. Um, one day, Hakamovich went into his boss's machine and changed the autocorrect dictionary so that any time he typed Dean, it was automatically changed to the name of his co-worker, Mike, and vice versa. Mm-hmm. His boss kept both his computer and office locked after that. <laughs> so that's, that's how autocorrect Aww. started. Um, he just thought it would be a funny joke a prank, to change basically. a name. Oh my a god, prank. it literally started as a prank. Yeah, autocorrect started with a prank. That is so funny. Yeah. And this reminds me of the Office episode yes. where um, where um, I think Jim changes my, um, Dwight's, um, like, word Name. in his or, computer yeah. or something. But also whenever Michael wrote Michael Scarn mm-hmm. and it says Dwight. Dwight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so funny. Yes. Oh, my God. I yeah. love that. Isn't that was that good. Yeah. yeah. I was like, hell to wow. the Wow. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Very cool. Okay. Well, our solutions? Yeah. Of course, let's okay. do it. <clears throat> you could just turn autocorrect off. You could turn autocorrect off. I'm not doing off. that. I'm not doing it. It's an easy solution. Just go into your settings, keyboard, and turn that bitch off. Yeah. Um, but I'm not going to do it either. No. It makes life easier, and quite frankly, I'm using my phone to communicate easily mm-hmm. and effectively, and autocorrect helps me do that. Yeah. So. 
Yeah, I agree. Word. I completely agree. Word. You could go back to the good old flip phone. Yeah. Some T9 shit, bitch. Do you remember that? Yeah. Do you remember those days? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Where you had to click it like three times to get to see. Yeah. I had a Nokia brick. That's what I call it. Yeah. I it had should a, be called that. I had a teeny tiny little flip phone. It was cute. Oh, like a little track phone? A little go phone. Oh, yeah. how cute. Mm, back in Love the day. that. Love that. <laughs> um, uh, you could just not even have a phone. Don't even have a phone. Fuck them phones. My dad doesn't have a cell say, phone. That's yeah, Eric, he has like a home phone, but not a, not a cell phone. Yeah, yeah, very good. Yeah, I respect it. You could also get you a good old Webster's dictionary, but I also would like to mention you should get yourself a thesaurus too. Um, honestly, I understand words better through a thesaurus than a de- yes. definition sometimes. Yes, and and most of the time, I think in either um either book. It, like, will break up the word for you, like, mm-hmm. in pieces, yeah. which I really like. So, nice. you know, Very definitely cool. um, definitely an easy thing to have. And it's a good little decor piece for your home. Something else that you could do is, oh, you're right, that is actually a right? really good decor. Yeah. Sorry. Kind of classic. took that a second to, see, like, sink in. Yeah, huh? no, it's that okay. I'm glad it sunk. Nice. I'm glad it caught. I know it did catch. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds was, like a whip. I know. <laughs> oh. Was that a good whip That sound? was a great whip sound. Thank you. Getting a little feisty over here. Let me do it again. Damn. All right, young money. Look at you. Look at my butt. Oh, my gosh. <clears throat> what were you going to say? You could travel back in time to the time where there was no cell phones or no computers and just Damn. live in. What movie did I just watch where they traveled back in time? I can't remember. It wasn't Back to the Future because I've, of course, seen that. But, um, I mean, yeah, I would love to be able to, like, visit a different era. I feel like I was born in the wrong era a lot of the times. And I think that would be super sick. So, if time travel is a thing soon, that'd be cool. Yeah. That would be really cool. Um, Do you think it's time we get them some solid solutions? I would say so. Okay. How about you start us off? So, um, this is what I came up for this. I, I, I have two articles that will be in the show notes. And if you really want to go turn off autocorrect or like do any of, it shows you how to turn off autocorrect. It shows you how to like, um, change words when you type them. So it'll type automatically or change or whatever, it. automatically change it. And it had a few different options for you. So, um, the first one was from pcmag.com too many autocorrect fails how to keep how to tweak your keyboard settings on iPhone and iPad Um, I don't really feel like reading that I just explained it so you got the the nutshell you got the gist and then the other one is from lifewire.com it's how to use autocorrect on Android so once again just go check those out if you either have an iPhone or Android I can't think of any other type of phones people have nowadays and this is one of those step by step things that you you kind of have to walk yourself through too um, right exactly to knock it out Um, but I mean if you have an iPhone an iPad or an Android Mm -hmm. um, you know that's a um, easy, easy solution. Easy, yeah, that's an easy solution. I like the ability to like type in a word that can autocorrect. Oh, I like that too. I like that idea, and it might make me go do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I'm kind of gonna piggyback off you, Han. I okay. found um, something on BetterSolutions.com. Um, it's a word reviewing account, essentially, um, and it's about autocorrect. And it's literally a breakdown of Microsoft systems and autocorrect settings. And if you click on it, Han, you'll be able to see um, it. Literally has like screenshots and uh, several different tabs. Um, to help you on your Windows program. Um, oh, wow. With autocorrect, yeah. And I looked down at the bottom, and it was updated in 2021, so it's, oh, it's current. Love that. Yeah. Gotta love that. Um, so I, I'm presuming this wow. would work for Windows laptops, computers, and tablets, but definitely check it out along with the other two um, regarding whatever device you have because I think it would be a big benefit for yeah, sure. Yeah, love that, Al. Love it. Fuck yeah, dude. I can't believe we're already on topic number three now. I what the know. What the heck skis? I know. Not being able to open a jar specific, but irritating, mm-hmm. and that's why we're going to talk about it. All right, so <laughs> not being able to open a jar sucks because you need that ingredient, sauce, canned item. Yeah, whatever it may be. For, for a reason. For something. For a reason. I mean, I opened jars last night. For pasta, for what you have? Oh, what do you have? What'd we you ended up having some salmon burgers. We had some um, broccoli and some vegetables yeah. and some corn. Very nice. It was delicious. Very, very nice. It was delicious, yes. Um, but you need it. 
So mm-hmm. not being able to open it, I mean, obviously, it's, it's irritating. Yeah, yeah. It's irritating. Um, it, it just, like, throws a wrench in, the, in everything. Yes, it does. It, sometimes it can become painful. Sometimes trying to open those jars really hurts your oh, hands. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll give it a good go for, like, two or three times. But if I'm, if I'm exerting a lot of force and energy and it's still not working, I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. Jake? <laughs> yeah, help. It can be dangerous. It can you know? be. So I, I, I like to wa- uh, whack a knife around the the top of the jar to get it open. Have you ever Like that? underneath, like the... Mm-mm, just at the top of the rim of it. Really? Along the rim, just, yeah. Huh, Just take a knife and go... And like spin the jar. I never would have thought that. And it pops right open. Wow. Every single time. Good to know. Yeah. I'm going to keep know. that I don't know who taught me that, but by the way, you know, I'm, th- I'm tossing a knife up in the air. Just like patting it on, on top. Mm-hmm. Wow. You make a little, you can make little indentions, you know, you do it a little hard. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. I like that. I like that. I'm going to keep that mm-hmm. for sure. Um, you're also exerting a lot of energy and you're getting minimal positive results. If, if any positive results, you may have to, you know, someone else gets it and then. Exactly. You're like, well, I loosened it. Exactly, I know, which ugh, I'll, I'll bring up a point. But it sucks because you are definitely trying to get it open, mm-hmm. and um, it's frustrating when you keep failing and failing and failing, and it's an urgent matter. You need it. You're clearly trying to open it then and now because you're going to – I imagine you're going to use it. Mm-hmm. You're just going to open a random-ass jar for no reason, Mm-mm. right? No. Okay, just making sure. Yeah, no, no. Just making sure. <clears throat> Once again, time after time, it's irritating. It's, it's irritating. Yeah. You're kind of rushing around, figuring out what you can do to get this thing open. Your tactic. Now I know that tactic, but otherwise it's just a little hectic situation, especially if it's time conscious. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And in fact, and talking about it being time conscious, sometimes it's a dire, the time is dire. If you're a chef and this shit is happening. Oh my God. Pasta, like we were talking about pasta, like shit. I know. There's, Yeah. It's not a great, it's not a great, um, not a great place to be. That's for sure. And then I feel personally like that weak feeling of asking someone to open it for you. It's it's an, it's an ego crusher. It is. It definitely (laughs) makes me go down a few points with my ego. You know, like, like I asked Jake, I'm like, can you open this? (laughs) But I'm like, I'm strong. (laughs) <laughs> I'm stronger than yesterday. I'm like, I just don't want to do it, okay? Okay. I yeah, I just... I, I just am, like, a little sleepy. Do I, I want to see you do it. I think I want to test your Yeah, abilities. let's see you open yeah. that jar. Oh, well. Hmm. That's funny. Well, I'll... Like I was saying, I don't have much personal experience because... You are... I the jar. But you understand the frustration, yes, right? Yes, 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 yes. I totally understand the frustration. So you've you've probably had some experience. There's no, there's been you've, some you've, jars. You've you've found a solution that yeah. works for you. The 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 jars that I have a hard time opening are ones that like have been opened before and then are closed. Maybe close a little odd. Maybe yeah. it's jam. You know. Yeah. So I know what you mean. Those yeah. are frustrating mm-hmm. too. Yeah, I. Love the feeling that like being able to open a jar after like a guy or somebody mm-hmm. couldn't, you know, mm-hmm. like somebody who I thought was stronger than me. Yeah. And I'm like, let me try. And they're like, okay. And I'm like, look, bitch. Mm-hmm. And then I open it and I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. What's your name? Yeah. <laughs> so it gives me that like I just did Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's always fun. But I mean, I definitely understand the frustration of um, having to. Get that bitch open, and it's embarrassing when you don't. But it is. It's funny, you know, though. The oh, world whatever. won't end. Yeah. It's fine. Everyone gets it. Everyone gets yeah. it. We're not superwoman or super Mm-mm. man, so. Close to it, but no. Close, but not not quite. Close, but no cigars. Isn't that the saying? Is that a saying? Yeah. Close, but not cigars? But no cigars. Oh. Right? I don't know. You're not asking the right gal. Okay, well... You know. Are you going to look it up? Has anybody else ever heard close but no cigars? Yeah. Yeah. What does that mean? The expression close but no cigars means that a person... Means that a person fell slightly short of a successful outcome and therefore gets no reward. 
Oh, uh, I guess you get a cigar after you do something successful. Close, but no cigar. All right. I, I really just still don't understand. I get it. Like, cigars, like a celeb- celebratory thing. You were close, but you didn't get the prize. Oh, kind of like close, but no dinner. Close, but no champagne. Close, uh, but no mosas. You with me now? Yeah. Okay. That's all you had to say. I thought so. Put it in terms of champagne for me. <laughs> <laughs> Anything for you, Bill. <laughs> all right. It's time already. For the freaking fun facts. Fun freaking facts. All right, so I kind of copied you, and I went to BuzzFeed as well. Um, So this is from BuzzFeed.com, and it is a genius gadget I just had to share. Um, And this is what we've got. Well, I have news for you, my jam and pickle-loving friends. This genius under-cabinet jar opener will solve all of these woes for you in return for no more than 10 minutes of installation time. Of course, this will be in the show notes, so if you click on it, you will actually be able to see an image of um, the under cabinet opener. It's very interesting looking. It's awesome, because you literally just slide it under, like the the jar in, and just twist it, and it it opens the lid for you, so you don't even have to use your hand. It's very discreet, um, and just another cool thing that is out there for anybody who wants to be done with opening jars so kind of a solution but also a cool little gadget yeah very cool very awesome. fun cool so my fun freaking fact came from the the atlantic.com love it mm-hmm. the mason jar reborn oh reborn okay mm-hmm. all right integral to this process is the mason jar which was created in 1858 by John Landis Mason, a New Jersey native. Very cool. The idea of heat-based canning emerged in 1806 and was popular popularized by Nicholas Apert, a French cook who had been inspired by the need to preserve food for long periods during the Napoleonic Wars. Isn't that cool? That is very yeah, cool. I love that. That's super cool. Mm-hmm. Wow. And I mean canning i mean is still so popular today it's a great way to preserve like, food yeah. um i mean if i had a garden i would definitely can yeah, that. I, I definitely want to get on that train mm-hmm. start making some fresh salsa like making some ooh. tomatoes and stuff mm-hmm. ooh that yeah. would be fun yeah. Lindsay's parents had like fresh tomatoes one year and they had like some onions and things and they made fresh salsa and it was just fucking amazing oh my god you could make jalapenos yeah we actually just bought some things to plant i think we're gonna plant this saturday so that sounds so good i know all right our solutions best time ever our solutions use a knife and bang on the top of the lid yeah i went ahead and put that in there i forgot that i added that already but yeah so i already told you how to do that yeah handy the hand the hand way Mm -hmm. the hand way you could also just smash the jar open just smash it like, who cares about the glass? Yeah, who cares about the glass? Like, just eat the glass. It's fine. I wonder if people can tell which ones you come up with and which ones I come up with. Do you think so? Um, Sometimes. I the, feel like the, so. Yeah, maybe. Sometimes the lines are a little blurred. Yeah, but, yeah, we sometimes think very alike, <laughs> but sometimes we're both like, oh, okay, well, I would never have thought of that one, but I think that's what makes it great. Um, but, yeah, let us know if you can figure out which ones, because Hannah and I both mm-hmm. incorporate our, our thoughts little, yeah. and we don't really discuss feelings. it we just kind of do the outline and then yeah. discuss it here we so. both have like assigned things on our outlines <laughs> yeah. that we do so that it's kind of like a shared yeah podcast mm-hmm. and so it would be interesting to see if you guys can figure out like what she comes up with and what i, come up I know with. that would be um, so you could also purchase items that require a can opener that don't require a can opener or that tear open. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. I feel like that makes grocery shopping a little difficult, though. Well, I know that now, like, a lot of the Campbell's canned soups has, like, the pop-top lids, mm-hmm. um, like a soda. But, I mean, you know. Yeah. They're out there, but that's only if you want to go to that link. Yeah. You could invest in one of those rubber mats that helps with the jar open. Yes, um, those actually are really helpful. Have, do you have one? Have you ever used No, one? but I mean, I think we had one when I was growing up. They and seem helpful. They do. They, it's good, really it's good the for traction, gripping. the traction yeah. of it. Yeah. 100%. For sure. Start lifting weights, bitch. Start lifting. Yeah. It's not like that hard. strong finger muscles, though, to open a jar. Or hand um, muscles. Yeah, but I think lifting might give you some just upper body strength. And, like, eventually you can be like... 
can you open this who? Like, mm-hmm. I don't have to ask anybody. Mm-hmm. Not a soul. Not a soul. Just me and my arms. Me, myself, and I. Me, myself, and I. Well, solid solutions. It's time. Mm-hmm. It's time. Al, you go first. Okay. So, this lovely, lovely article is from globenewswire.com. Um, it is a long title, so bear with me. New study reveals nearly 50% of consumers struggle to open jars. Shows how ease of use affects purchasing decisions. Hmm. So, kind of what you were talking about a little bit in our solutions. Yeah, a little bit. This is kind of like another cool thing. So, the Consumer Convenience Technologies company, um, Jar Lid Manufacturers and Creators of the Easy Lid with two E's, partnered with Northcliffe Consultants Incorporated to run a consumer testing study to assess the difficulty people have in opening traditional vacuum-sealed jars. And so they've created this easy lid, which allows for you to use this on jars that you may already have, such as mason jars. That way you don't actually have to worry about the burden of opening it. Very cool. So just another thing out there. Nice. Very awesome. Yeah, thought it was cool. All right, so what I found is from, and this is pretty much the only reason why I really chose this article was because of the name of the website, artofmanliness.com. Artofmanliness.com. How to open a stuck jar lid. So I read this and I just really, I was laughing. I was laughing out loud when I was reading this. So I decided that I would do a dramatic reading for everybody. Oh, I'm very <laughs> exciting. Okay, 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 okay. All right. Here I go. It's Sunday afternoon, and you're sitting in your man chair, in your man robe, reading your man newspaper. It's your wife's turn to cook today. That's right. You share in the cooking duties at your house. Manly men know how to cook, especially meat. To keep keep things simple, she's whipped up some, some spaghetti and a nice side salad to go with it. And then you hear it. Dear, I can't get the lid of the spaghetti jar to open. It's stuck. Can you open it for me? (laughs) Are you ready for the moments like these? These are five techniques to show off your man skills and open a stuck jar lid every time. Every time. Number one, brute force. Number two, wrap the lid in a dish towel or rubber glove. Number three, break the vacuum seal. Number four, run the lid under hot water. Number five, tap the lid with a spoon. Bravo. Wow, I'm speechless almost. Did you like that? I did like it. I like how you said brute force. With <laughs> <laughs> a little brute force. I was like, oh, that was brute force in and of itself. Yeah. So, but let me tell you about a few of these because I, the, some of them are actually a pretty good idea. Um, so breaking the vacuum seal. If the bottle is new and still vacuum sealed, break the, uh, breaking the seal makes the lid easier to open. So that makes sense. And then if you would tap the lid with a spoon, this is kind of what I was talking about when food gets kind of stuck up in it. Sometimes food gets stuck in the lid, which in turn causes the lid to get stuck. Give the lid a few quick taps on the side with a spoon in order to dislodge any food. Smart. Yeah. So, I don't know. I just thought that was really funny. That is really funny. <laughs> I love that. That's just The art of nice. manliness. Wow. Wow. I love that you decided to do a dramatic reading. I, I might request that. another sometime okay. soon. Well, I hope you enjoyed it. Hopefully, I did. I'll get I can't better. I be the only one. Oh, it was fantastic. Oh, way, to, way to set the bar high. Thanks. You're welcome. Okay. Cool. Is it segment time? I think so. It's time. That. It's segment I'm time exhausted. after that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm exhausted. Um, let's bring it back down to, to earth with some gratitude got me. We haven't done this in a minute. Mm-mm. And life has been even busier, I feel like, low-key in the summer. Right? <laughs> like, low-key. I have been traveling all over the place. I'm about to go to Indy, like, as I soon know, as we're done. I know. I'm going it's to Napa next week. Yeah. Oh, we got to figure out when we're going to record next week, but whatever. Yes, let's talk about that. But um, let's do some gratitude got me. Hannah, is there anything that sticks out this week that you're just really grateful for? Honestly, our camping trip, like being the high of our camping trip, I just feel so good after I go camping with my buds. And, you know, it rained, but we didn't let that get us too down. I I was a little down the next morning. I think all of us were a little down the next morning. Yeah. But we rose, uh, we rose up and... We persevered. Allie did a four-mile hike in her Birkenstocks. And Birkenstocks, <laughs> is that what they're called? Yep. 
Yeah. Sure so did. She was a it was, it was fucking quite trooper, the dude. hike, too. I know. It was quite, there I mean, was it was an intense incline. hike. Yeah. It was, an, there was a lot of incline and decline, so. My feet are strong now. Yeah. I bet. <laughs> but I love that. Yeah. I, I can definitely share in that sentiment because mm-hmm. hiking is just such a great release and camping and being in nature. Yeah. Oh, and Willie. Willie. He's not so much of a. You gotta love Willie. Uh, but mm. do we? Do we have to love him? <laughs> no. But nonetheless, <laughs> nonetheless, that was a great time. And yeah, I definitely think I am definitely feeling grateful for that as well. And just kind of this week, just kind of recognizing when I need to slow down mm-hmm. and just kind of like get things a little bit more in focus because I, I get overwhelmed easily and I'm trying to just recognize when my body is just kind of like... Mm-hmm. you're thinking about too many things at once kind of like slow down and yeah. put things in perspective and that's what I've been trying to do and I think I'm doing a good job yeah I think you are too so thanks mm-hmm. thanks man and I'm feeling grateful for it so awesome now yeah, yeah. well uh, I think that does it it's episode 16 yes. but we're not done yet no because we need you to go make sure you follow us, you subscribe, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Cherry on Top Pod. And if you want to email us with questions, concerns, ideas, uh, that's Cherry on Top Pod at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, we've loved having you, and we hope you have a good rest of your week. Absolutely. Topics come out on Sunday, episodes drop on Wednesday. Ooh, that was nice. That was nice. Gotta leave that on a high note. Yep. All right. <laughs> but well, sh- that was good. And then, you, and then you did that. Goodbye. Goodbye. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs>